0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass And what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter how you're doing Woo! Wheel of dealing Living this life, jet flag! Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please Shut the hell up You don't know What hard times are, daddy The a will rise to the top Oh yeah Oh yeah Look the rubble
1: What up, what up? Welcome to episode 105 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. There's a lot going on in the sports world. We got the World Series going on. We're pretty much balls deep in the football. Hockey's in full swing. And uh, lots of good stuff going on in the wrestling world, and we're going to catch you up on all the good stuff. But before we do, we're going to introduce you to the boys tonight. Who are we talking to over in Glendale? My guy, who keeps it regal, Steve Grobschmidt. What up, Grabby?
2: Timey kangaroo down, sport. Timey kangaroo down. Anybody? Timey kangaroo down, sport. Timey kangaroo down. Got no idea. No idea, Charlie. Wait, nope. It Isn't was there. Go wait. ahead. Is it a Bobby Heenan thing? Uh, the era. I don't think he uh, was. T- yeah. I'll just tell man. you. I think it was the mid 80s, maybe the late, but uh, WWE, kind of like they did more recently, like in years past now, where they kept doing these promos for this wrestler named Outback Jack, where. Oh. Uh, you know, they have him wrestling a crocodile and stuff, and they made this huge deal for... It might have been months, weeks, whatever, but they had these promos, and that was his theme song. And then he came out, won a couple matches, and turned into a jobber right away. <laughs> like oh They gosh. like hyped the hell out of him, and then they never did anything with him. So shout out to well, Outback Jack if he's listening.
1: Well, I think if we dig deep enough in the mailbag, I bet one of our listeners submitted an Outback Jack promo probably. Maybe we'll get to it one of these days, but yeah, that was a good deep cut, Steve. Good to see you this evening. So deep, deep, yeah, as always. So deep. Very good. All right, let's go down the Bayview, talk to my guy who keeps it freshly squeezed, Matt Michelson. What up, Matt?
0: Uso! <laughs> wow.
1: Guy, you are into it. You are into the Uso storyline right now, aren't you? It's so good, yeah. It's funny. We'll, we'll yeah, definitely it funny. be talking about. Is it? it.
0: It's super entertaining. I've seen clips. It's fucking funny as shit, dude. All right, I've well, let's. It's fucking good. It's pretty good.
2: Let's lead with let's, that in a bit.
0: Let's, yeah, we'll get to that story in
1: just a minute because we got to introduce the pro- the prodigal son has returned. Oh
0: my god,
1: it's Charlie Michael. What's up, Charlie? How are you? <laughs>
0: Not much, Matt. It's feeling real oozy He's been real lately. He's oosy lately.
1: He's Oosing. using,
0: for the usos. You got to keep up on wrestling, bro.
2: Oh, Charlie usy. lecturing Mike on WWE. Gotta keep up. This is keep yeah, up wow. dude, it's it's gotta hard with up. the kid.
1: I know, but I know. A,
0: that's but that's the only thing I that usy thing. That's like the that was like the big thing of the week. Well, we for need WWE. to. <sighs>
1: we got to stop calling each other bro and uh, now call each other the now-knowing nature as oos. Because, you you know, that is the greatest thing going on in the world right now, You got it, it is. So, Matt, tell me what is happening. I know nothing. I might have seen some of it on mute on Friday Night Smackdown after an Admiral game. So, I don't really know what's going on, but it seems like we got a hot stove. What's going on?
3: We've gotta catch you up. So for our listeners out there, I mentioned a couple weeks ago I was gonna get back into WWE, and I've slowly been doing that. And The Bloodline, which is Roman Reigns, The Usos, and Solo Sokoa, who I think is another cousin of The Usos from NXT. He's her her younger brother. Oh, okay, did not know that, but that totally makes sense. So they are all now (laughs) a mega-faction with Paul Heyman you know, following along. And now we've got <laughs> Sammy Zayn as what they've dubbed an honorary Ooze, and he's just kind of tagging along as like the <laughs> literal redheaded stepchild
1: of the bloodline. And he's like the Cole Cabana of new of the Dark Order. It seems like no, more it's, less like e- it's even better. It's oh. even
0: better. It's just like the oddball guy. With, it's like the. It'd be like the. White guy that's a rapper trying to hang out with the hip hop black guys. <laughs> that's that's ex- what it is, yes. basically. So
1: me in college, me in
3: college,
0: <laughs> basically. Yeah, if that was you <laughs> in college, then yeah.
3: Oh yeah. This is yes. the oddball guy. So, so what what's been happening is Sami Zayn. Uh, I don't know how all this started, honestly. Like some of our listeners out there could probably catch us up, but anyway, the latest happening with this group is every week Sami Zayn is cracking jokes messing with one of the Usos, and I always confuse the two, so apologies to our Yeah, guys. which one
0: it is? Yeah, they don't get along. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I want to say Jimmy and uh, Sammy are the two that really laugh together a lot. Jay does not enjoy it. He's constantly looking pissed off. He thinks Sammy's up to something, it, that it's all a gimmick that Sammy's trying to play to penetrate the bloodline. Well, this past Friday night on SmackDown, uh, we saw the bloodline in the ring cut in a promo. Roman Reigns has had it with Jey Uso and Sami Zayn being at each other's throats all the time. Sami Zayn takes the high road, starts apologizing in the ring and Jay gets pissed, goes off on him. At one point he says, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. And Roman Reigns, man, he's, gives this moment where he's kind of staring down and then he just glares at the camera. It, that alone just made me laugh <laughs> so hard. Yeah, for those of our listeners, you got to watch this segment. It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's,
0: it's comedy. So
3: it gets even better because tension's building between Jay and Roman, right? And Sammy chimes in, and he's like, "Yeah, Jay, what can I say? I mean, you're just you're not feeling very oozy right now." And from that moment on, Roman Jay, Jimmy, every member of the Bloodline, with the exception of Sammy, was doing everything they could not to laugh. And Roman was even <laughs> smiling and half laughing through the rest of the promo. As he's
2: trying to be super uh, intense. Yeah.
3: It, it was great. And the best part is the crowd loves it. Like they're genuinely laughing and cannot wait to hear the next thing that Sami Zayn says. And Sami Zayn's facial expressions throughout this are also hilarious. He's just nodding and looking all excited, which just makes Roman Reigns want to laugh that much more. So. It's hilarious, but the story behind it is really good too. So it's really a rare thing for WWE to have a storyline that's really this well rounded. So, again, if you haven't seen it, you got to go check it out.
1: So, full disclosure to all the listeners, we've been on a text thread for probably three or four years, maybe even longer. I don't know, the us guys here on the podcast. Never, ever, ever, ever have we ever said, Anything positive about the Usos? I don't think ever. Roman <laughs> Reigns. I mean, we trash these fucks. Yeah, I can't now, stand them. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, but this is gold. Really? I mean, wow. Talk about a brighter future for so, humanity.
2: Yeah, like, um, not that I'm comparing skits, but you know, like, you know, like, like famous uh Cow- cowbell skit on SNL, where mm-hmm. part of the funny part of it is like. Mm -hmm. the guy's barely able to keep it together i think that's what makes this it's like um it's so funny that like roman's trying to be the badass and he can't he's barely holding on and i think you don't (laughs) want to see that every week but i think when you see somebody just breaking it because it's so damn funny that just makes it more uh entertaining Sami zayn's delivery is golden and that's how jimmy fallon made like a career
1: was cracking Oh, well, he could never ser- keep it
2: together yeah yeah
1: and people love him he's like oh he's so cute and he's so funny you know because we think it's funny so we're laughing together let's watch his show late <laughs> night with jimmy fallon i can't watch that show it's way too annoying for me but Whoa. that's just me personally that's a hot I'm not take. a jimmy fallon yeah i'm not a jimmy fallon <laughs> fan don't at me but wow that's that's positive though Sorry, I mean, jimmy if you're listening i'm i'm happy that This Roman Reigns thing is, it is good. I mean, to show a little softer side of Roman makes him, I think, more likable because I don't know, you know, we're not the WWE marks that, you know, mark out for Roman Reigns and his hard ass. We're not the one walking around in Roman Reigns gear with a belt (laughs) on CM Punk night in the United Center. We're not that guy. Um, But that guy probably has to be really, really enjoying himself right now because it sounds like it's really entertaining. So when did this happen? Was this Friday or Monday?
3: Yeah, this was, uh, I think this segment was this past Friday night on SmackDown, and it's even better because Roman, like, you know, he's breaking throughout this, and he, like, pulls it together for a second, and he leans into Jay, and he's like, is that it, Jay? You're not feeling very, and just the way he says it, he goes, Oosie? Like, with this upward (laughs) inflection, it's just, the whole, the crowd just laughs, like, continually throughout this, like, amazing delivery.
1: I'm blown away. And so Charlie, you have you been paying attention then too, Charlie?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I missed the uh, last couple of Fridays, but yeah, I've been kind of catching clips of it. And then, like that one was great. And then there was a scene where a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so now, where it looked like they were going to kick Sammy out of the group and they ripped his, brains, ripped his t-shirt off. I was like, oh shit, he's turning on him. Like I, and then he gave him a new T-shirt. Like I forget what it was, but made him part of the family and all this stuff. It was it's it's enter, it's entertaining because it's funny, dude. Because it was that whole oddball him trying to get in. Because I think he kind of weaselled his way in by being a kiss ass. And they were mm-hmm. and then and then like then like Roman was sketchy on him. Then like Romans fell for him. But like Matt said, there's that one Uso brother that's not down with them. That just makes the whole thing so good. It's it's a really good and it's a real it's a really good angle. I mean, mm-hmm. probably one. Of the, it's I get to think, but it's sure for sure one of the top angles of the year. It's wow, weird. that's amazing. That's the only that's the only thing on that show I would watch is that. Honestly, on, that's it. There's nothing else good though. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> that you can. All you have to do is watch a clip every week of that, Mike, and that's uh-huh. all you need to know. I I don't find anything else. Matt Matt can speak more, but there's nothing else that I've really caught that's 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 interesting. I kind of been zoning out of it.
3: To to sum up what Charlie said, yeah, three hours of Monday Night Raw, you can watch five minutes on YouTube, and you're you're all caught up. Good,
2: you're all good. Okay, perfect. I think we can sum it up. I think we said this the other week too. Like, Sammy Zayn is just a freaking like he's an MVP. Like, they're so they're so lucky they convinced him to stay because, or, you know, I don't know. He's so damn natural. Yeah. It yeah. just kind of
0: sucks. He's there. Cause he's like the built, like the reactions he getting, he is like, you know, when Mick Foley got that championship back in the day, he, he's at like the fans really support him. Yeah. Like, he deserves, he deserves a world championship run for a little wow. bit, you know? Oh, he's way, way. over, dude. Way over. That's awesome. And he's, he can wrestle. And he's entertaining, dude. And he, he, he can work the mic. This is the this is the best gimmick he's had in a while. They put some other stupid stuff on him before. It was a like mm-hmm. conspiracy theory guy. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, Fidel yeah, Castro.
0: A, yeah, this is Pretty a really much. good gimmick on him right now.
2: So
1: million dollar question though: Could this exist if Vince McMahon was still? It's, it, was you know, at, it, it was going. It, it started, started with
2: before, yeah. yeah, it started with that. Okay. I yeah. think even this
1: Vince was a, even a, yeah. was a Sammy so fan. So he's <laughs> got his fingerprints on this.
3: Yeah, he does. But to be fair, I don't know that Vince would have stuck with it as long as they have. because They killed it, yeah. Yeah, because I've heard some rumors that the plan initially was Sammy and Kevin Owens were going to reunite as a tag team, which I think would be super cool. But given how much this has gotten over, I think they're deciding to stick it out a little bit longer and kevin owens hasn't been on tv for a little bit because of it
2: yeah i think they gotta see this through
1: well you guys definitely sold me i'm gonna have to watch that clip that happened this past friday on smackdown uh i'm excited because yeah Sami Zayn. you guys are right he's he's kind of had some shit stuff in a for a while and uh never really been a fan of the usos so, yeah, know, exactly. I'll love,
0: yeah, I'll love exactly. to
1: open my heart a little wider to the world of wrestling. So that's very good. And honestly, to be quite honest, boys, my heart was never that open to Jeff Jarrett. I hated Jeff Jarrett. And now he arrives on AEW Dynamite last night uh, in the opening segment against Dar- uh, with Darby Allen going up against... Uh, sorry, guys, I can't remember right now. What was he facing? Jay, Jay Lethal. Lethal. Jay Lethal, that's right. In a great match. And we just saw Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett team up uh, against yep. Ric Flair. And that's where Jeff Jarrett really showed his like the total package that he still is. I'm more of a fan of Jeff Jarrett now after this match. Yeah, I was talking with the boys, and, I mean, there was just so much good that came out of it. As much as that Ric Flair thing was a horrible, horrible, horrible idea for Ric Flair after they named the match after the guy, he was kind of set up for failure, to be quite honest. You know, 70-some-odd years old. But Jeff Jarrett is the one that came out freaking platinum out of that whole thing and now he's got a great ticket it sounds like he has an executive position in the company uh he's going to be on camera backstage what a great asset to acquire for aew
2: don't you think boys absolutely i think um i mean i'll admit it i'll admit i've always been a jeff Jarrett fan i mean i know he's polarizing but uh it's more so as a wrestler i think i think there's no question he's got a good mind i mean frick him, him and his dad created tna which through all the ups and downs is still going. I think that speaks to like, you know, they, they, they built something and I think, yeah, I think he's got a great mind. I think, um, for a company, like AEW has got some really good veterans there, like Christian and, and and Jericho that are kind of more locker room presences. But I think Tony Khan, as great as he is, can use somebody that's like really wrestling savvy. And I think a guy like Jeff Jarrett's going to bring that to the table and kind of, he's a, he, you know, if he listens to him, he'll be a good advisor. And I mean, the dude, my God, he, he looked great last night. He looked like he's really trimmed out and he, you know, he was muscular. I mean, I don't know if he's going to wrestle much or if he's going to be a mouthpiece, but um, it worked. I think that I thought that I would, I'll say right now, I think that was the highlight of the show yesterday.
3: I agree. I think it was the highlight of the show. Personally, for me, I'm not a Jeff Jarrett fan. I never really have been, but it was cool seeing him on the show, um, for, for whatever it was. I, I was actually texting the guys last night. I, these geeks, Jay lethal and like his crew of flunkies. I I don't know that that's the best group for Jared to be partnered up with, but if ultimately the goal is for Jarrett to face, Darby Allen and Sting in a tag match at full gear, if that's the angle they're going for. Heck yeah, I'm all for it. All those matches with Sting and Darby in tag matches at pay per views are always a great
1: time. So I'm sure it'll
0: be
3: yep. a phenomenal
1: match.
0: Jeff will be good, man.
3: Yeah, for I've yeah. seen him and he's
0: been doing GCW. His match with Effie was really good.
1: Wow. He wrestled Effie yeah. recently?
0: Yep. Uh, like wow. probably six, seven, eight months ago before he was hired back on by a wwe
3: given that i i think it's gonna be good at least i'm keeping my fingers crossed trust in the process the two good things that i think came out of this um brian alvarez had mentioned that jeff Jarrett is going to be somehow involved with uh i think it's booking like locations and and when they go
0: on the when they basically next year they're probably going to start doing house shows yeah which and which is his, a good thing that's his gig that's what yeah. he's going to be doing
3: okay well, that's probably a good position for him. The guy knows all the best venues. He's got relationships. So hopefully he can get AEW to work new locations across the country.
1: So
0: that'll be, that'll
1: be good. Yeah. So AEW house shows, or do you think this is more Ring of Honor house shows?
0: Probably both. But it's uh, what Brian Alvarez says is AEW is probably going to be running house shows in 2023. Wow. And that's Jeff Jarrett's that's what he's gonna be doing probably booking and running those house shows
1: maybe they'll come back to turner hall can you imagine seeing aew or ring of honor back in Turner Hall? that would hall? be
0: awesome that would be Ooh. awesome that that's gotta be, awesome. be on the map for them oh i'm sure i'm sure they're not gonna play huge arenas. they're probably gonna no. play small places like that on friday saturday or probably or probably saturdays saturday sundays i bet so, you know, depending on when they tape uh, if they de- tape rampage live or not
1: man well i mean yeah like you boys summed it up great jeff is looking in great shape he can still put it on he's got the wrestling knowledge and background and they then they have a great unique position for him to expand the company and give bring fans you know what we want which is quality wrestling smaller venues more intimate because nothing was better when NXT was in their heyday when uh, oh, we man. would see them at Turner Hall ringside. I think under fifty dollars or something like that. Can't beat it. Go out, have a couple drinks with your boys, get in there, buy a shirt. You're around like the most hardcore of the hardcore of fans, and then some people that's their, their first show, and then you you know show them a great time. So it's great. It's great for the brand. I'm super positive about this acquisition. So yeah, I'm excited.
2: Yeah. You got that right, slap nuts. <laughs> I'm
1: that glad somebody said it
2: this episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, slap nuts. It should be. Uh, it was a yeah. classic. It's a pretty- His classic line. <laughs> I bet those shirts now are going to go up in price. I know they're probably for like six hundred bucks on eBay because, like, all those old wrestling vintage deep cut shirts, people are paying premium dollars for that now. Jeff Jarrett being back in the spotlight. Probably a thousand. So if you're listening out there, uh, scalpers, mark them up. I want to see you make some money as well. I'm going.
2: I'm going to the shop AEW site right now to see if they have a slap not shirt because you know, on top <laughs> of things, they are. I'm <laughs> sure. Oh they yeah. Do. And speaking on top of things, are my boys
1: on the podcast here keeping an eye on All Elite uh, coming back in the mix with some promo stuff we mentioned a couple uh, weeks ago. That Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks Are probably nearing the end of their suspension And they're hinting at They may be coming back soon So what's the newest thing going on With the Elite promo
2: packages?
0: Just basically the same thing Where they had him in the picture And he disappeared And erasing him out And that sort of thing
2: Kind of doing the Marvel vibe With the, like, you know The Thanos, like, where they're, like, yeah
0: Yeah, I think they're From this one, too It seemed like they were They had him with the Trios champion And they erased them out of the trios and then put then put um, Death Triangle in there now so it's I don't know know what they're teasing I I don't know obviously teasing the the match against uh, Death Triangle when they come back at some point
2: which I assume they're gonna win because uh, Death Triangle's already starting the implode
0: yeah could be
2: I mean they do that you know we all know AEW Death Triangle could implode at the pay-per-view or implode 13 months from now, but, uh, um, I, you know, Pac is definitely not seeing eye to eye with, um, um, Ray Phoenix. So yeah, I, I thought maybe they'd have a longer run, but if they're already looking at bringing back, the elite, maybe a pickup where you left off. I really hope that's what they decide to do. Uh, I
3: think what do we have two weeks until full gear and given the pace that these promos are appearing where the elite keep getting, you know, erased from all these different video segments,
0: they gotta come back next week. Yeah. I gotta
3: believe it's gonna be next week, uh, th- and that gives them yet another week to build a match for full gear for the trio to come back and pick up the sound where they left or pick up where they left off
2: next week. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know what town it is. Sorry to interrupt, Matt. No, no worries. No that'll be um yeah i I think it's good to yeah. and they'll be is, is, what they got to I was talking to somebody about how interesting it is like the the elite they i mean, what are they gonna do with their like you know or, the notion of baby face versus heel. It's like the elite are so popular and like Kenny was over like rover, you know, everybody missed him. Like yeah. they come back, they can't be just I don't know. The, the, regardless of what they do storyline line wise, the crowd's gonna be hundred percent behind them. Um, Absolutely. They're they're gonna come back as baby faces, I have to believe, because they have to. We we may talk about this
3: here in a minute, but uh, on this week's episode of Dynamite, we also saw the return of Colt Cabana, which was really interesting because there had been rumors circulating that he was off TV because CM Punk didn't want him on TV despite everything he had said. But now suddenly Cole Cabana's on TV, Punk's not, and the Elite are coming back. So you put all the pieces together, and it seems to me like Tony Khan or some of the other executives at AEW have made their decision as far as who's staying and who's going.
2: Looks like they're going to um, be in Boston next week. If I'm looking. Yeah, at the I movie. was just about to mention that. Uh, I yeah, checked in. It's going to be...
1: Yeah, and uh, they will be drinking beer in Boston, I have a feeling. So mm-hmm. uh it should be a rowdy night. They'll be excited.
2: Yeah, well I guess um to steal your uh segue here, since we're talking trios, um the House of Black appears back sooner than everybody expected, too. Yes. They uh they, they posted it online, uh Malachi Black did, but um they showed it on Dynamite last night where they had like this crazy ass did they did this crazy ass thing mostly involving um um Julia Hart where they were like burying the members of the team alive and then like they came back and so and it was like a bunch of crypt. I couldn't even tell you what words were spoken because it was kind of gobbledygook, but doesn't matter. It looks like they're coming back, which yeah, is um sooner than I think we all thought because it sounded like Malachi was in a rough spot. He was. I mean,
3: you got to keep in mind, I think they were out for a few months. So hopefully... I guess the last pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, true. So hopefully that was enough time for Malachi to get his head together. Um, I hope so. I would love to see these guys come back with more of a purpose. Um, I was really hoping they'd cut back on the cryptic different promos i mean uh, personally i don't feel like those are really that effective bray wyatt did it for years and i was gonna um,
2: say they border on the bray wyatt a little bit which yeah AEW they're a little need. too
3: out there especially for aew but but it is cool to see house of black coming back i i think the timing's great because if the intention is to have the elite come back and win the trios championships house of black is a great trio for them to feud with right out of the gate like they got to rebuild mm-hmm. that division quickly if they want it to really get off the ground
2: right yep. That'd be fun.
1: And how about this wasn't in our uh, dance card for the evening? How about that Maria or
2: Marina Shafir match <laughs> last night? Uh, I'm sorry, what? I dozed off. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck do they keep putting Marina
1: Shafir on TV? Well, all right. This is this section is titled "What Grinds My Gears" with Steve Grobeschmidt. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve.
2: I mean, what the hell? I mean. <laughs> You're starting to get a little momentum with the women's division. Cause Tony storm has been a thoroughly competent and good interim champion, which that's different event. I'm sick of that interim shit. It's like, and you know, I'm a big Thunder Rosa fan, but it's like, okay, what the hell's going on here? Just let Tony run with it. Anyway, that's a side tangent. Um, so it's like, we got, we got Tony Storm. We got Willow Nightingale. We got, uh you name it, Penelope Ford, Jamie Hader, all these great people. And then you're spending another, you know, because all, w- all uh, AEW can do is have one woman's match on and, and they waste another one with freaking Marina Jafir. How many months has it been? She's not gotten better. She's still boring as shit. No personality. Nobody thought she was going to win. So I don't know. I don't know what was accomplished other than the Nyla Rose feud, which is equally tepid
3: and i feel like marina shafir wasn't even the worst part of that whole segment the moment i heard vicky guerrero start screaming Mm. at the beginning of the match (laughs) it went from good this is going to be bad to this is an all-time terrible dynamite segment where nyla rose is trying to do commentary over the match in front of the arena to distract jade cargill which it doesn't work at all and to be fair to nyla rose she's hilarious like she really oh shit yeah but There's a time and a place to do that, and this was not the time or place. And hats off to AEW for trying something a little bit different. Maybe that's what they were thinking, but I could have told you the moment Vicky Guerrero came out, it instantly felt like this is not a good idea. And it just got it was like watching a train wreck and it just kept unfolding.
2: I think they were teased. Like they wanted you to think, "Oh my God, Jade's gonna lose by count out and end her streak." <laughs> but luckily, they didn't pull the trigger on it. I mean, it was fine to tease that, but if they would have actually done that, and that's how you end the streak, that would have been awful. I'm glad they. I mean, I don't think they would have really done that. But sounds like uh, Marina Shafir needs to get
1: a little oozy. I think the real <laughs> answer would be is she. She just needs to find her Sami Zayn. I mean, is there anything that... Or could, her Roddy. I, Roddy no. <laughs> I have uh, no clue what the answer would be to get her over. I don't... But I, when, if it happens, I will eat crow or whatever the thing is. Uh, You know?
2: I, I genuinely no would like to sit in a room with Tony Khan and ask him, okay, wh- what are you trying to do there? Because, I mean, I, I, and I, I'd listen because it feels like the crowd doesn't give a shit she hasn't gotten better i mean i think the one positive you can give on her is we all know she's legit because she was an mma fighter but i don't know what they're trying with her i think they just give it a couple months and then they bring her back out and there's nothing there
3: yeah i i remember when she first debuted i i even watched the match she had on dark elevation because there was a lot of buzz around it at the time and it almost felt like a Shayna Baszler type character where they want her to be super serious. She's just short to the point and just hurts people. And that's a cool character to have if that's what she actually does. I feel like that's the character she portrays. But then she's dropped into this world of pro wrestlers who just do what they do. And she just kind of <sighs> looks like, you know, wet fart at the end of all of it.
2: I liked uh Shana Baszler in, in NXT I should say I liked the story because she made me hate her and you know I am I consider myself a pretty smart wrestling fan but like I would get to get frustrated because she would she just was kind of just an asshole but it worked and I think yeah if they're trying to do that I think Baszler had it an, two notches further, where she just was. She looked and acted vicious, mm-hmm. and 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 I just think they're trying. If they're trying that with Marina Shafir, she doesn't have the vicious or personality side to go with it. Shayna Baszler, uh, if if Shayna Baszler
1: looked like Ronda Rousey and did what, the, Shayna Baszler has the skill set of what Ronda Rousey should be doing. Like, otherwise, that would have been, like, a million dollars. Shayna Baszler, I don't I don't even know. I, is she still in I, it? I would never buy a t-shirt. But <laughs> if I, if I, if something, like, where she had the right look, this is what I feel about Pac, too. Pac is just so damn ugly. But he has, like, <laughs> got the craziest, awesome wrestling skill set. If he looked like John Cena, Pac would be, like, fucking unbelievable. He would be in another stratosphere of stardom. Mm-hmm they've just been blessed by being so ugly and they don't make their work, uh, their looks work for them, I don't think. Shayna Baszler, yeah, she was pretty good, but I don't fucking know. That mouth guard, the big
2: forehead, that, the hair. <laughs> uh, I don't not know. Everybody, she, not everybody can look like Kelly Kelly.
1: Yeah, or, or, you know, Mandy Rose. I mean, shit. I don't know. It's a whole not other gotta, tangent.
3: Everybody could look like that. You just gotta get Vince back. He'll hire him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, just got to get Vince back. Any news on that? Never, like, what, never. It, exactly. Is Vince like in uh, Puerto Rico right now, or where? Where he go? You think? Where do you think he's hanging out? Is it is still interesting.
3: Guys... Like, there's been no news of like anything going on with him. I mean, I'm sure there is. Oh, they just they, it.
0: they just said uh, the news is that they finished an investigation. Oh, I really? That. Yeah. Cost What's going on, 19, Charlie? Just it cost him 19 billion, and in investigation's over. That's billion. All they, Million, 19 mil-
1: million, million. Wow. Oh, well, that's not enough.
0: And they made record, <laughs> and they made record profits last quarter. So,
2: so they don't <laughs> care. Wow. Actually, WWE probably wants us to not like, not Vince for him not to be in the news because then <laughs> that just means they've moved on.
0: Yep. That's yep. Pretty much.
2: Damn. It, it's like uh, it's like the
1: Jesly Maxwell of wrestling. <laughs> swept under the rug. Out of sight out of mind, whatever. Move on. Let's uh get a little oosie on TV. That'll get them going. <laughs> and we are. We are. We're happy. We're happy to be in this new era of WWE. I'm excited for Full Gear coming up. Even though the matches, yeah, I I th- there's none really that I'm super super excited about, but you know, it'll be good. Full Gear was it's kind of like the Survivor Series, I feel like out of the big go- Uh, four like uh i still think all out is the wrestlemania double or nothing is the SummerSlam. the royal rumble i don't even know you can't really they don't really have one they don't really got that but yeah i'd say full gear is a
2: little lower
1: out of the four big pay-per-views i don't something big could
2: happen i well i can i bring something up here because some buddies of mine were talking um today and they put something in my head that i don't know maybe you guys like are already there but they like Okay, we got this whole MJF-Mox feud, and we were talking this morning about, like, what if this is, like, is there any chance Regal joins with MJF? Because mm. he keeps talking about villain, villain, villain. What a villainous mm. thing uh, Regal could do by turning on his own club and joining MJF. And I never thought of that until they said that. And I, like, that would that would 100% work at this point. Totally. And especially yeah, if MJF... Scott called that. Yeah? yeah and regal doesn't need to be obviously mgf doesn't need to be a mouthpiece but that doesn't have to be what it is either uh but yeah i think that'd be there's lots of avenues they can go that one's pretty compelling
3: that'd be pretty
1: fun
2: especially
3: if mgf won the title like that would would be a good well that's how i think maybe how he wins it yeah right well it would give him some protection too like you got regal there kind of as a a second person always giving him advice and yeah, because the moment MJF wins the title, it, he's going to need to do something a little bit different to make his title reign feel like a new chapter in his character. And having yeah. a legal as a manager would be a great move.
2: I would love is, to see it. That's my official hope. Is this even in the realm of possibility? Yeah, if, actually, he, I think it, if Oh, go ahead. Wait. Sorry, March and I got excited.
1: <laughs> if If that did happen, imagine that. And then if some possibility... If Kenny Omega ever wanted to go back on, uh, back at the AEW championship, a Don Callis Kenny versus MJF Regal, you know, storyline going on. I mean, that would be a year or two from now. I don't even know. Like, you can't really. Kenny won't have a title shot for a while i don't think they got to keep developing the younger talent and sure what they're doing with mjf right now you got to protect him
2: but, but the how ver- fun would that be the verbal sparring between mj MG- between regal and uh um don Callis would be at gold yeah unbelievable
1: i think we would have to wait to get to heaven to see that so <laughs> and i'm not a religious man but uh i would I, hey, that would somebody- li- life would be good
2: If someone could assure me that the afterlife involves William Randall, I'd become a religious man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, me too. Awesome. Cool, guys. Well, we're getting kind of late in the show right now, but uh, let's see if we got a good promo in the mailbag to get to here. Let me go deep. And sure enough, we do have an Outback Jack...
2: No, we do uh, not. Promo. Yes, do we really? We do. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: yes.
1: It comes to us from Gordon Wilson of Sydney, Australia. He writes, Oi, you buggers are pretty funny on your wrestling podcast. Even though I'm a couple hours into the future, I know what's going on, but I still turn in, tune in to listen to you guys. Have a fosters on me. Australian for bear.
3: That was the best worst Australian accent I've ever
1: heard.
0: Yikes. Hopefully hopefully (laughs) we're on Zoom. Hopefully you can edit that up. No, I'm hoping (laughs) no, I'm kind of oos.
2: That's we're over Zoom.
1: You can't get the quality. Uh, Well,
2: and I also think maybe Gordon like didn't wasn't born there. Maybe. Right. Yeah, maybe he he picked up the accent.
1: Well, and I wasn't you know, I'm only from the Midwest. I can't give you know (laughs) the genuine one. But, you know, Gordon, we appreciate your your submission. And, I mean, how fitting that your favorite wrestler is Outback Jack and you're and from I, Australia. So.
2: Right, and I, uh, I led with that in the show. And I didn't know, for the record, folks, I did not know that that was the promo of the week. Wow. We're experiencing
1: heaven on earth right now if we can't see a Kenny Omega, Don Callis, Regal, MJF feud. So here we go. Let's go to Outback Jack from 1987.
0: Outback Jack in a big match here this week against Killer Khan. We had a chance to speak with Outback and get his views on the big Mongolia.
2: You know, I remember this Killer Khan fella. He came through Australia a couple of years ago, ripped everything apart. Place has never been the same since. But I tell you what, I'll give him a good go for his money. No worries. Oh! Wow! Definitely blink if you miss it. Yeah, I wasn't man. lying, Outback Jack. It was like it was like before for Vince, you know, and he's done that much more frequently in the last like 10 years where, like, uh, like Emma and they, Emmelina, and they did like they do the promos and then they wouldn't deliver on it. That was an 80s time where he, he did promos for a guy and then lost interest.
1: Well, I mean, I'm seeing another promo here with him in Hillbilly Hillbilly yes. and Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim and Outback Jack. I mean, this Outback Jack guy is kind of born to be a wrestler. I mean, Hillbilly Jim was. Big as a house, Outback Jack is kind of making him. Them... He was a big dude. Yeah, yeah, he's in great shape,
2: probably from all that rugby. Anyway. Right, crikey. Um, speaking of, I heard. Did I hear that Emma came back to WWE? Yes. Yeah, she took on Ronda Rousey.
0: How was that match?
3: I don't know.
0: <laughs> saw, screen,
3: <laughs> saw screenshots. Of I her. heard she
0: came back, but yeah, I heard, yeah. I, I Th- heard it was I
3: her outfit was lost. great. I heard it was really good, but to be fair, that was coming from Emma. So, yeah, take it for what it's worth. <laughs> well, I, she wouldn't I lie. Saw,
1: I saw that match. I didn't hear the uh, dialogue on it. I was. It was on in Major Goolsby's, a great local Milwaukee bar right next to UW Panther Arena. After Admirals games, two for one. Show your ticket. Um, that was on. Hit? Oh, and two for I... one
0: drinks. Oh, is it two for one drinks? Yep. Oh, yes.
1: Nice but maybe 2 for 1 cheeseburgers or something like I that I maybe you can convince him i was
0: thinking about cheeseburgers or wings dude
1: they have awesome. great wings They're and cheeseburgers They're hey outstanding let's f- dude go to an Emeralds game i'll throw you a puck we'll hang out we'll go to major goolsbees we'll kick it it's a great time I'm, but yeah i might i might do that
0: just to get the wings cuz there's reason to get the yeah. goolsbees i Absolutely. love goolsbees
1: yeah, dude. Yeah, we go there after every Admirals game. And they show SmackDown on Friday night there, along with all the World Series and the hockey games. It's a great local establishment. But anyway, I saw the match on mute. And uh, yeah, Emma looked good. Her outfit was great. Uh, she, you know. She always I don't know. looked good. Mm hmm. Happy to see her back. You guys watching anything good on TV lately?
3: Yes. So on Netflix, there's a show called In the Dark. I don't know if you guys have seen yeah? this about uh, it's about a blind girl who whose parents own a like a guide dog uh, training facility and there's this kid who's like 14 15 years old saves her life at one point and they become best friends but then the kid gets murdered and she like tries to solve his murder because the cops won't figure it out so it's really interesting show like it's really funny but really heavy at the same time
1: huh i'll give it a whirl yeah, in the dark. Is it so it's it's fictional, right? Definitely yeah, definitely fictional. There's four
3: seasons of it, so it's definitely been out oh, for oh. a while.
0: Yeah. So we oh, can wow. binge it. Yes. Okay. It's very binge. I'll get into that.
1: And I like dogs. Oh, well, then you'd love this.
2: <laughs> 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 Great. I <laughs> um, love this. <laughs> I I gotta admit I like I mean, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a mark for anything. Marvel, Star Wars, all those. Um the Andor, the current star wars series oh yeah oh so really damn get good that. is it's, it really And here's the thing if you're Shit. somebody that's not right, like maybe I'll um, start that tonight Shit. if you're somebody that's like I'm not one of these people. I love all the Star Wars series, but there's people that like criticize some of them. This one is so different than any yeah. other Star Wars show. It's so fresh yeah. because it's just it takes a whole while. You know, like how Rogue One was different than the other movies because it focused on like kind of the underdogs and all that. It's like that. Plus, it's like this. How weird, many episodes like, is it in? mean, episodes. It's it's I want to say it's like maybe at seven Eater or eight guy. right now. And there's 12. Yeah. And there's and they already announced and they already announced the um, second season that's going to lead right into Rogue One. But it, and how it's long, weird. How long it's like episodes? I think the standard like maybe 40, 40. 50. Okay, 40, so that's 50. not bad. Okay, cool. It's, well, it's, I hate, I hate it's, catching
0: up on the show and then having to wait for them. That's why I ask.
2: So don't go into it thinking like it's going to be like you know like oh, nonstop I action. I don't but care. It's just, well, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I know I just, you're not like yeah. I just like
0: the story, dude.
2: It's good. It's really good.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I concur. I started that. I got like two, up. two episodes that I need to catch up on. Maybe now because it's hard for me to stay awake once I start watching something. I've been watching House of Dragon. That just wrapped up. That was fucking great.
0: I've been watching. Uh, I watched Tyson. That was pretty good.
1: Okay. Yeah. I got to get into
0: that if, for if, sure. If you watch, if you want, if you watch Tyson, you'll be like, why are they having him on TV?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, piece <laughs> of shit.
0: Not, yeah. Especially you. Yeah, especially with them raping that chick and they go over that's It's like, ah, oh, dude, I fucking didn't really need to know the details. That's yeah. fucked up, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, he's coming fucked. back on AEW. It's fucked
0: up. I know. That's why, yeah. that's why I'm like. That's why I'm like, he shouldn't be on TV. You see that series? He shouldn't be on TV, dude.
1: Damn. Did you guys happen to see or Steve or Matt, Charlie? I don't know if you fuck with Lord of the Rings or not. Did you see the no, part not of the yet. ring?
2: Not yet. Any of you guys? Oh no, not yet. How is
1: it? It is. Good? It is so fucking legit. I'm not even kidding. I can go on and on about it. And I'm not. I've never read the books. I'm not. I'm not a book guy. I'm never gonna read Game of Thrones. I'm never gonna read Shocking. the things. Nothing, nothing against it. Stop it, dude. I like to read. I just don't like. Just I'd rather just, see shit on TV. No. I do. Yeah,
0: I know. Same here. It's like
1: I'm more. I am comics. a reader. I, I read autobiographies if I read. I don't I, I really hate reading fiction because I just think it's a waste of time. But that's just my opinion. It's a, not even a good opinion. I support everything everybody does. But <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power, holy fucking shit, dude. Like, okay, so The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings stuff has been great. This is amazing because it take it it's it goes way before the Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, The Hobbit, like yes, all that shit. a long time past. It's yeah. and they and they and they make it so comprehensible for people like me that just like the movies and the stuff, where like okay, yeah, you have weird names, you come from weird places, but you make it in a comprehensible way where you feel smart when you're watching it, like you're piecing it together, and it's not like they hold your hand. But they make it so captivating and so well-written. Yeah. And the set design, the technology is so up-to-date now to tell the story the right way. It is fucking phenomenal. And it got trashed in the reviews. I don't really know why. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe Some it, people. Yeah, not all. It, I think it was maybe a smear campaign for HBO uh, because House people of Dragon. like the bitch. It, yeah, and there was two big fictional... You know, shows going on at once. So, somebody, so one of them had to suck, according to the internet. So, but no, I'm telling you guys, like, if you're into Lord of the Rings and shit, this shit is unbelievable. And I think it got re signed for five seasons. So, they got a lot of time to they tell They spent them the a lot of money song. on that
2: franchise. They're not going to
1: quit it, dude. Yeah. It, I am, I am totally 1,000% in it. So, yeah, House of Dragons, great. But I would honestly put Lord of the Rings, I'm more excited about that show. And I'm a huge Game of Thrones guy. I'm more is- excited. Yeah.
3: This is on HBO Max, you said? No, Amazon Prime. Prime.
1: Oh, Prime. Okay. Yeah, Prime's stepping up their shit. They got a lot of good shit on there. Wow. And this is kind of leading the way, kind of like how Game of Thrones... I mean, HBO Max has, or HBO has been always on the map, you know, with The Sopranos, The Wire, Deadwood, all those legendary shows. Game of Thrones took it to a new, like, pop culture level, even in the fantasy fiction you know genre that might be weird but i mean fucking everybody was watching it well amazon prime this could be their fucking flagship yeah. to get into the serious relevancy of the streaming platforms so i highly encourage you to check it out it's next on my list yeah yeah get into it have fun with it and uh yeah boys uh i think that should probably do it for this week right Unless, Charlie, you're watching anything interesting tonight? Or you just no, said you've no. been watching uh, Tyson. Tyson.
0: Yeah, I okay.
1: that, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I guess that only leaves us with just three things left to do. What's that? It's all you got to do is stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard.
0: Triple H! Woo!